is Find Your Dream Job, the podcast that helps you get hired, have the career you want, and make a difference in life. I'm your host, Mac Pritchard. I'm also the founder of MaxList. It's a job board in the Pacific Northwest that helps you find a fulfilling career. Every Wednesday, I talk to a different expert about the tools you need to get the work you want. Our show is sponsored by Top Resume. Top Resume has helped more than 400,000 people land more interviews and get hired faster. Get a free review of your resume today. Go to maxlist.org slash topresume. It can be hard to reach people inside a company's human resources department. But our guest today says there's often a side door at HR. Dana Pratt joins me to talk about how you can find and use this side door during your job search. She's the founder of DCP Training and Talent Development. Her company helps employers with performance consulting, leadership development, and talent management. And she joins us today from Portland, Oregon. Dana, here's where I'd like to jump in. What do you mean when you say HR has a side door? Well, one of the things that I think a lot of job searchers are frustrated with is the electronic application process, is they send out resumes and then they never hear back and they don't know how to get through. And HR becomes the personification of not just a gate, but a huge wall. So when I talk about like a side door at HR, it's how do you get around that? How do you get your application, your resume noticed? And there are ways to do that by making sure that you're leveraging your connections in that organization, Um, making sure that you're thinking about your network, looking at LinkedIn, who do I know that works there or who used to work there? Who do I know who knows somebody who used to work there? And can I ask them to jot out a quick email or advocate for me if if appropriate? Well, Dana, why not just use the front door? Why not just write the HR director directly and ask her or him for uh, time uh, to talk by the phone? That's a, I mean, that could certainly work. I would say, though, that recruiters and people in HR are very busy people. They're typically managing multiple job openings, scanning hundreds of applications and resumes, and talking to several applications applicants a day. You know, they're really motivated to quickly find candidates that their hiring managers will get excited about. And many of them are evaluated on actually how fast they can get a job filled. So, Really, you're looking for a way to make it easy for you, Um, particularly if you're looking at large companies with big names. Those organizations get hundreds of applicants for a single job, and you're looking for a way to stand out some way in that process. Will you hurt your application if you try to use the side door? Oh, I don't think so. Um, Certainly, you have to uh, pay attention to the responses that you're getting. Uh, You can link with a recruiter on LinkedIn and let that person know that you've applied for a job and that you hope that they give you a few extra minutes on the application. Or you can ask if you can meet with them. You might get lucky and they might say, sure, Uh, particularly if this is a job that they don't hire for frequently, or that is a hot job out in the marketplace, that they may just be looking to um, find people who have that skill set, if not for today, but maybe down the road. 
Different employers have different practices. Dana, what's your advice when a candidate sees a job posting or website page that says no calls? You still try to find that side door? I would certainly work my network. I would not necessarily reach out directly to that recruiter. So I would say, do I know anybody here in this organization that I can then ask for advice? So if you don't think you're, you have a connection that's strong enough where you would say, hey, can you advocate for me? Could you say, well, you got a job there. What advice would you have for me for navigating that hiring process. And people love to give advice. And so very often you can get either good tips or people are willing to walk down to that floor and say, hey, I connected with this person. They seem really great. Could you take another look at their application? Well, let's talk about the side door. I want you to walk us through it. Mm -hmm. You've already shared a number of ideas about how you might open it. Where Where do you start? Dana, is it with connections with people you know inside the company? Um, I would say the first thing is probably to tailor your resume and your cover letter to that organization. So what does the job description or job ad actually say? Try to use the same words and the tone that the company uses. Every company has its own culture and voice. So pay attention to the way the ad is written. Get on the website and take a look at what they care about. Um, Look at postings on social media and try to match that language, that tone. Uh, What recruiters and hiring managers are really looking for is, will this person fit here? Um, Are they one of us? And so to be able to sound like, look like uh, people who are successful in that organization, that will help you like find that side door. And how does it help you find the side door? That's excellent advice, but what does it do to uh, help open that side door for you? I think people are, uh, at least in my experience, I've seen recruiters really say, I met this person or I saw this resume and I'm really interested. They seem like they'd be a great fit here. I'm just trying to find a place for them. So now you've started to build a relationship, uh, whether that be connecting directly through uh, someone in your network or just the way you have created your application. Um, People are like, oh, you have my attention now. Um, so one of the things that I would say is really to connect to the company values. So think about who you're, who you're selling to, because that's really what this is, is are, are you looking at a publicly traded company that's at the mercy of Wall Street analysts? If so, you might want to emphasize your competitive and goal-oriented nature. You know, if they're a B Corp and they're in business for good, talk about your volunteerism and, to, and your commitment to causes that that company values values. Uh, if they're a startup, you could emphasize your their creativity or their ability to be a, a jack of all trades and your focus on the future. Um, but I would also say this, really pay attention and think about what you value because you don't want to be doing this if it's inauthentic because that will come across. So, Look at companies that value the same things you do, and then this whole process becomes a whole lot easier. 
you've done a lot of recruiting in your career. So you've seen hundreds, I'm sure thousands of applications. In your experience, Dana, how often do applicants make those kinds of connections in their written materials and take the time to do what you just uh, recommended? Um, I think it's pretty rare. Uh, One of the things that I would say that if you are looking at organizations that you benefit from, that you're a customer of, don't keep that a secret. Um, Companies will take care of their customers. And they certainly want you to continue to have a good feeling about them. So if you are a customer and you say, I love this organization, I love shopping there, I love your product, um, people will, it's like the, at the very least, you're going to get their attention in terms of saying, thank you so much for being a customer. Uh, that will be a connection. So I see that. And I think that that's pretty effective. I also say that I have passed on people and then they have used their network and I have given people a second and third look because, hey, I talked to this person, they connected with me through LinkedIn and I, I, their background looks really interesting. Um, did you see them in your requisition? And I might have just blown by. Uh, like I said, these, these recruiters are very busy and they're getting they're getting hundreds of applications that they're flying by pretty quickly. So the first step is to think about the company, your own values, what's in the job posting, the keywords and craft written application materials that reflect your research. The next step is you want somebody is to look for a connection rather inside the company. How do you do that, Dana? Mm-hmm. Well, I think that LinkedIn is a fantastic tool. So to be able to look up the company name that you're looking at, and by the way, don't necessarily always wait for the ad. I really recommend you use uh, resources like MaxList, LinkedIn, your local um, business journal to identify companies that you think you have an opportunity to contribute with and to start this process long before there's a job opening. So then you have a, uh, you have an opportunity to really build a relationship with a company over time. So when the right opening comes, ideally your recruiter will remember and say, I remember meeting that person. I think I'm going to reach out to them. But if they don't do that, you can then connect and say, hey, this is the job I've been waiting for. You know, we had that conversation about how connected I am to this organization. Um, I would really like to meet with you about that. Um, So that's sort of the first thing is see, did you know anybody there? And um, ask people about the job. Do you know where this is in the organization? Obviously, if you're dealing with a very large company, people may not. But to be able to say, you know, what advice would you have? Is there anyone that you know in the organization that you would recommend I talk with? And then once you, let's talk about how you approach people because you do the research, Mm -hmm. you find somebody that you do know inside the company. Do you recommend making a phone call, setting up an email. And then I guess it also depends on the stage you're in in your search. Is it about introducing yourself and building a relationship with people inside of a target company? Or if you're getting ready to apply, do you have a more specific ask? I think it depends on a lot of things. I think it depends on where you are in your search. 
I think it depends on the relationship you have with the person you're connected with in the organization. If you have worked with that person before and have a relationship with them, by all means, pick up the phone and call them and say, hey, I see that there's a job there that looks really interesting to me. Can you tell me what you might know about that? Based on what you know about me, do you think I might be a good fit there? What do you think I would like about your organization? And what do you think might be tough for me? Because those kinds of questions can really help um, tailor your application uh, and talk about your strengths and opportunities. Now, that would be an ideal situation. If you perhaps just met this person at a professional organization or an event, and you don't have a great relationship with them, to be able to just reach out and say, hi, I met you at this event. I am looking at a job that is currently posted in your organization, and I'm wondering if I can talk with you about it. Um, It's rare that people will say no. Certainly, you might not get a response back, but People, like I said, people are busy. So to be able to be politely persistent and, you know, check back a couple of times. But, you know, if you continue not to get a response, move on. Uh, And in those cases, I would start to say, what's your next way in? Um, Do you have second and third degree connections that you can ask for help with? Okay, let's pause there, Dana, because I, I want to explore that after the break. And I also want to get your thoughts about what success looks like when you have that conversation with those people that you do know, whether you it's a someone you met at a professional event or someone you actually know fairly well. So we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Dana Pratt about how to find the side door at HR. You do everything Dana suggests, and it works. A manager in HR agrees to see you. But while reading your resume, she frowns and ends the meeting. Was your resume not ready for prime time? Find out today. Go to maxlist.org slash top resume. Top resume will review your resume for free. Go to maxlist.org slash top resume. Don't have a hiring manager grimace at your resume. Go to maxlist.org slash top resume. Now, let's get back to the show. We're back in the Maxlist studio. I'm talking with Dana Pratt. She's the founder of DCP Training and Talent Development. Her company helps employers with performance consulting, leadership development, and talent management. Now, Dana, before the break, we were talking about how to find that side door at HR, and you uh, gave examples of how to reach out to people who you either met at a professional event uh, or someone you actually know fairly well, perhaps you or a former coworker or classmate, and what a conversation might look like in both of those cases. What does success look like at the end of those conversations, Dana, when you uh, end that Zoom call or that email exchange with both of those individuals? What do you hope to walk away with? I think a great success would be a next step. So if you have a clear idea of what this person might be able to do for you, If you have a close relationship with them and a good working relationship or professional uh, relationship with them, can you simply ask, hey, 
would you mind sending a quick email to your recruiting department and asking them to take a second look at my resume or to spend just a few more minutes with my resume? And that person may be very willing to do that. Or they may say, you know, I'm not comfortable doing that. And you can then ask, is there somebody else in the organization that maybe I can talk with? And if they give you a, uh, a name and an introduction, that would be wildly successful. Uh, because then you had the next step to take. So I think that that's very successful. The other thing that I think is successful is that as you as the job seeker offer what you can do for them. So it may not be right today, you know, be sure you thank them for their time and for their willingness to help you out, whether that's with an extra name, uh, a quick email, or even more advocacy, but just say, you know, and I am more than happy to return the favor. Is there anything else I can do for you? Uh, if not today, I hope that you'll call me in the future. Because when we give, we are much more likely to get. Um, so I always say, you know, look for ways to help other people out. Uh, when other people ask you for favors, be sure you answer their questions, share resources, and in some cases, volunteer. Uh, so those things uh, can really help make it a whole lot easier that people be more willing to help you and go out of their way for you. Okay, so you're looking for the person you're talking with to share your application or your resume with HR or perhaps put in a, a word for you or make an introduction to someone else in the organization who might know more about the position. Why do these things help you get through that side door at HR? Why do they matter to the HR department, Dana? I think it is a critical mass of people believe in this person. So, one of the things that's important is your recruiter really does have a lot of power in who ultimately gets hired. They have influence with the hiring managers. They are making the decision of the candidates that they're going to put in front of that, that manager. And it's a risk for them. Um, their reputation is on the line and they want to provide a slate of candidates that their hiring manager is going to be stoked about. So if somebody else in the organization comes to them and says, hey, I worked with this person or I met this person at an event and they seemed like really interesting, intelligent, and, you know, someone we could really use around here, that reduces the risk for the recruiter. And they are much more likely to, uh, especially if you're on the bubble of whether they're going to push you through or not, they're much more likely to say, give you the edge. And what's interesting is you describe that this is not uh, it, it's an endorsement, but it's not from somebody who may know you all that well. They're just sharing that they've had a positive experience with you, aren't they? Absolutely. And it may be that that small of a thing that could make the difference when you're looking at, you know, many, many applications for a job. So it doesn't have to be your best friend. It can be a weak professional connection, but in your experience, it can make a big difference for a recruiter, can it? 
It can. And the other thing that I would suggest is what you might think is a weak connection um, may not be on their side. They may have experienced you in a way that's very positive, And hopefully that's the case. So they would be able to say, you know, I participated in a workshop with this person and they really, you know, stuck in my mind. I think they'd be great. So uh, if you might think that this was just a very tenuous or weak connection, but the other person may not be. So don't make assumptions about the uh, necessarily the quality or the degree of the relationship when reaching out. Now, let's talk about people who've identified a job or a company and they want to build relationships inside that organization or get uh, their application in front of HR. And they go to LinkedIn, as you recommend, and they don't know anybody. They mm-hmm. don't have any first connections. What do you recommend they do next, Dana? I would pay attention to the company page on LinkedIn and see if there are connections there. Like, is does is that organization connected to other organizations? Are they involved in charity giving? So, for instance, um, Macy's is a big supporter of the Go Red for Women for the American Heart Association. Can are you can you be involved in that? Is that something that resonates for you? Uh, the TJ Maxx organization is committed to save the children. So, can you be involved in those organizations and connect to people in the company through something like that? Um, If you look at people who work at that company and you aren't connected with them, try to see what kinds of organizations and events they're involved in. Make sure that you are involved in your professional organizations. If you work in human resources, are you connected and involved with your local SHRM chapter? If you are in marketing, are you involved in the American Marketing Association? So, to be able to um, make connections that way and to look for ways to um, meet people in a different environment. And what if you see that while you don't have first-degree connections, you've got some second-degree connections? Should you ask someone you do have a first degree connection with on LinkedIn who knows somebody inside your target company for, uh, to, for an introduction? Absolutely. Just, I mean, I think one of the things that I think is nice and that has evolved over the last few years is that um, while networking can still be a little scary for a lot of people, um, it, people are starting to realize that it's not just for getting a job, it's for doing your job. So folks are, I think, more willing to hop on a 15-minute phone call or Zoom call, or hopefully once we're through the COVID-19 crisis, that we'll actually be able to go back to having coffee together. And I think people are realize that, yes, I might be doing this person a favor to get them introduced to the company, but I'm also learning something about them. And, you know, they may have a referral bonus in their organization and they would love to recommend you. So, um, don't assume that it's a bother. They may be just as interested in meeting you as you are in meeting them. We've talked about the importance of customizing your applications uh, and identifying and following up with connections inside a company. What are other steps you recommend, Dana, to to find and and get through that side door at, at HR? 
Um, I think uh, I would say really think about the organizations that you're interested in working with and ask yourself, do I have the inherent skills, experience, and capabilities that will be a match there. So for instance, like if you wanted to go work at Amazon, Amazon says that every day is day one. So how, how do you demonstrate your customer focus? And can you talk about how you've identified and embraced trends so you can show that you're an innovator? Um, you know, Intel says that they value fearlessness. Um, so do you share that value of risk-taking and failing fast and learning from your mistakes? And if you do, how, do you, how does that show up in your LinkedIn profile, in your cover letter, and in the story that you tell through your resume? So one of the things is really know thyself. Think about you know, what is the type of environment that is going to feed you so that this becomes less of a sales pitch and much more of a positioning of this is who I am and I think that I can make a great contribution to your organization. People want to hire people that love their company. Uh, no one wants to feel like they were um, just putting out hundreds of resumes and this just happened to be the one that hit the top of the pile. They want, they want to feel like you really want to work there. So be focused, know the the employers that interest you the most and make sure that they they their corporate values or organizational values match your own values. Yeah. Okay. Let's I, I, one other thing I want to go back to is you mentioned about risk in hiring and why it's important to for recruiters to to manage and reduce that risk. Can you talk more about that? Why is that such an important factor? Um, well, you know, I think like, like anybody doing a job, everyone wants to do a good job. And uh, some hiring managers really are looking for, we call it in the recruiting, the purple squirrel or the golden, um, the golden unicorn, a, a candidate that doesn't exist out there because they have so many qualifications and they are a wonderkind. And so recruiters are like, I'm not sure how I'm going to find this person. And I'm not sure how I'm going to make my hiring manager happy. Um, so there's an intensity of, I really want to get great people here. Um, so to be able to uh, deliver a slate of candidates that they feel really good about, that are have um, great cultural fit and have demonstrated that, uh, that they come with some additional support, whether that be uh, a reference from someone they know in the organization or simply just, um, I just got, I met this person, and I think they could be great, or they were an employee referral. Those things can really help reduce the anxiety of putting candidates in front of hiring managers and will also allow them to say, hey, the person over in marketing met this person and really thinks they'd be great. It, it just helps um, support their recommendations. Well, it's been a terrific conversation, Dana. Now, tell us what's next for you. Well, I am busy launching my brand new business. And so I am working to improve the effectiveness and job satisfaction of managers 
um, and for the people that they work with. So um, it's been a really, it's a really fun adventure and I'm excited about where that will take me. Well, congratulations on the launch of your firm. And I know people can learn more about your company and uh, you by visiting your website. That website address is www.dcptraining.net. And we'll be sure to include that in the show notes as well. Now, Dana, given all the great advice you've shared today, what's the one thing you want a listener to remember about how to find that side door at HR? I think I would say that they're looking for you just like you're looking for them. So don't hesitate to try to find any avenue. Don't hesitate to ask your friends for an introduction. Don't hesitate to reach out to somebody that you may just know slightly. This can be your way in. Are you worried that your resume isn't ready for prime time? Get it reviewed for free by Top Resume. Go to maxlist.org slash top resume. And make sure you never miss an episode of Find Your Dream Job. Subscribe to our free podcast newsletter. You'll learn more about our guests and get links to free job search articles and transcripts of every show. Go to maxlist.org slash show notes. Again, that's maxlist.org slash show notes. Next week, our guest will be Samantha Kennan. She's the Human Resources Director at Grand Central Bakery. You're about to hit the send button on a job application. You worry that dozens of other people may apply too. How can you stand out once a hiring manager starts reviewing a tall stack of resumes? Samantha and I will talk about how you can get a recruiter's attention. I hope you join us. Until next time, Thanks for letting us help you find your dream job.